So Luke 4 and 18, y'all write that down. Luke 4 and 18. This is the basis of this teaching, which I'm not going to be able to finish. So I may give you a part two and a part three next week. So Luke 4 and 18 says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel. And y'all listen to this. Jesus. Now, now Luke 4 is when Jesus went into the wilderness. Uh, uh, the devil tempted him for 40 days and 40 nights. And Jesus defeated the devil on all points. All temptations come in three categories. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Satan tempted Jesus with bread because he was hungry. He said, thou shalt not live by bread alone. He tempted his eyes by showing him the world. And Jesus uh, 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 told him that we worship God and him alone. And then he tempted J Jesus with his flesh. I mean, you, you show bad, jump off this cliff. Then the Bible says uh, uh, that God will heal you. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Now, once Jesus had defeated Satan on all points, and that's why we have a Savior who is a, a, a who has identified with our problem. And the reason why I'm transparent because I want you to know that you have a pastor who can identify with your challenges, with your struggles. Don't ever think, even before my current troubles, don't ever think I had a perfect marriage. I'm telling you, I didn't. That's why I wrote the book. I didn't write these books because I wanted a bestseller. I'm a preacher. I'm not an author. I'm a preacher. But I wrote the books because people could take this and learn from it. We have books all over this country. People are studying it and reading it. They're doing marriage classes and training. Why? Because it's the word of God. It's not my theory. It's God's word. It's not my theory. It's God's word. And so he says here, the spirit of the Lord, Jesus coming now, having defeated the devil for a season, because he's going to come back again, said, the spirit of the Lord as a woman has anointed me. Listen to these conditions. For the, Listen to the people Jesus said he was, he was anointed for. To preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to recover sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Those five conditions that we may be dealing with, two, three, or all five of them at various times in our life are the poor soul, the brokenhearted soul, the captive soul, uh, the blind soul, and the oppressed soul. Poor souls produce uh, 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 deprived relationships. Listen to a brother. If you are poor in spirit, then your relationship will go deprived. Broken souls produce damaged relationships. I'm broke. You broke. Both of us broke. Our relationship is going to be damaged. I'm talking to somebody right now. Captive souls produce imprisoned relationships. You feel like you're just in, in captivity and you can't get out because there's something going on that causes things like uh, uh, addictions and, and anger and stuff like that that you can't get out of. Blinded souls produce lost relationships. Uh, and I'm blind, you blind. We don't know where we're going. You trying this. I'm going to try transcendental meditation. You're going to try Jesus. I'm going to try, uh, 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 you know, this, this, this self-help guy. And I'm going to read this book and I'm going to try Buddha and you're going to try. And everybody blind. Oh, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. You got people talking to you. They don't know where they're going, trying to tell you what to do. I'm going to preach all by myself. And so what the Bible says, if the blind lead the blind, they both will end up in the ditch. And so sometimes you got people talking to you, telling you what to do, and them then just don't even know what they're doing. And so now both of y'all broke, both of y'all in the ditch. I am preaching to somebody right now. And oppressors produce bruised relationships. I, I ain't going to have time to go through all of these. So let me see if I can deal with just one or two. So let's talk... Uh, um, I'm going to do these a little bit out of order. So I'm just going to talk about one of the souls today, and that is the broken soul. 
the broken soul. I got, I'm, I'm going to go about 10 more minutes and then I'm going to bless somebody with some money. Uh, uh, have you ever noticed that children from relation that that children form relationships very easily and quickly? They get a new best friend every week. They can put them in a new daycare, new school, new neighborhood, and they will have a new best friend by the end of the day. But as for adults, the rate of forming relationships and friendships slows to a snail's crawl or come to a screeching halt altogether. Why? Because we've been broken by those relationships that we was forming. Oh, I'm preaching right there. Little kids, the Bible says that you can't make it to heaven unless you do it like a child. And many of us, we know, we, 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 don't, we, we, we don't form relationships because we've been broken so much. We've had members of our church say that they just don't feel apart uh, or are connected. When you ask them why they are at the church, they answer, and they, they're usually very few, if any, new relationships. People will join my church and never form relationships. That's the reason why I set up growth groups, because I know that our tendency is not to form new relationships because we've been broken by the ones in the past. Even though they may have be attending the church for over a year, people go to a church and never connect with anybody, never get to know anybody. They just go into church out of tradition. They don't form relationships. Uh, why? Because we're broken. We're broken. So why don't we form new relationships? relationships. We don't do it because we've been broken by so many in the past. And Jesus said he was sent to heal the brokenhearted. So I told you all earlier that I'm going through a little broken condition and broken heart at various levels. I've been through something in the last year and a half to two years that I never, 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 ever thought that I would go through. I, I I knew I wouldn't. Uh, I knew I wasn't a cheater. I knew I wasn't a beater. I knew I wasn't an abuser. And yet, stuff happens. You know why? Because the Bible said it. Luke seventeen and one. It is impossible, but that offenses will occur. Whether you offend somebody or somebody offends you, listen to a brother. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Brokenness is the reality of the world that we live in. People have been broken, beat down, trampled, shattered, persecuted, cast down, and in many cases by those they consider to be close ones or loved ones. And that's certainly my case. I don't really care about my enemies, but the people that were the closest to me. I mean, I've had people in my ministry for 20 years. My ministry is only 24 years old. They literally helped me build the ministry from the ground up, and they don't even talk to me today. Uh, And I don't even know why. Uh, I obviously must have offended them in some way, but they didn't even follow the scripture, which says, if your brother offends you, go to them. And so some of you have relationships that have been broken and you don't even know why you did something. You just don't know what it is because they didn't follow the scripture that says, if your brother offends you, go to them. They just come to you and say, deuces, bye. Or they just stop communicating with you altogether. David said, yea, my own familiar friend whom I trust, which did eat bread, has lifted up his heel against me. Job said, my kinfolk have failed me and my familiar friends have forgotten me. These are my best friends. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He said, my best friends uh, are, are blaming me and they've left me and I'm, I'm here. The Bible says Job was sitting in ashes. His wife said, curse your God and die. Am I preaching to anybody that ever felt like that, ever been in that place that you're like, what's the use? And God then left me, my friends then left me, my lovers then left me, my 
family, my children. I feel dejected and rejected on all hands. Second Corinthians says that we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in the despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. The world is filled with this brokenness, brokenness through, uh, uh, through with our hearts. Those incapable of having proper emotional or spiritual relationships as a result of their brokenness. And so because I am broken, the next person that I try to have a relationship with got to deal with the fact that I'm broke. I'm broke. You may be broke. As a matter of fact, we both probably are. Uh, 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 men and women that have had their hearts broken so much that they don't even know how to love right anymore. They don't even know what love is anymore. They are constantly on guard. They've set up walls. And you better believe, Pastor Will, hallelujah, is fighting to keep myself from setting up walls, fighting to keep myself. I know I, I, re I remember years ago talking with a pastor and I could tell he had been jaded and broken by people. He said, man, and, and I use the word ninjas. When I say ninjas, y'all know what I mean. So this pastor said, man, you can't trust these ninjas. You better take care of yourself. You better make sure you have your money lined up because these ninjas uh, will leave you at the drop of a hat. And, and uh, you know, I said, I hope I, I said, Lord, don't ever let me get like that. So jaded that I just look at people as ninjas and that I don't care about them anymore and that I'm just going through the motions. And, and I don't want to go through life that way. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, thank you. One of the things that you get to understand is that because you have your heart, it can be broken. And yet God still needs you to keep your heart open. Boy, preach right there. Just because you've been hurt in the past, you cannot allow your past to dictate your future. You cannot allow your past. And I know that you're bringing that brokenness to it, but it is there. So we end up with employees who can't form proper co-worker relationships, neighbors who can't form neighborhoods or church members who can't form proper church families and spiritual relationships. People who have their emotions played with so much simply refuse to tr trust and open up anymore. One thing that, you know, I, I praise God for bringing us through this pandemic. Y'all, I got to stop and I ain't even got through any of this right now. But one of the things that I've learned about uh, of this pandemic, which, you know, I thank God for bringing us through and he protected us. He gave me a Joseph experience to prepare my church for it. And when it happened, we've been able, we've, we've actually been thriving through this pandemic. But one of the things that I know that the enemy is doing is he's using the pandemic as an excuse for us to stop connecting. And many of you all have just become social media, online members and this and that. You don't go to church, you don't form relationships, but that's not healthy. I praise God for the technology and I'm encouraging everybody, especially the members of this church. You need to start coming back in person now. Get your mask. If you don't think that's enough, get five masks, put them on. Get you a helmet, get you a, 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 a whole suit if you need to. But you got to go back to forming relationships. You got to go back to connecting with people. You listen to a brother right here. I know we got some members who have connected with us uh, a long distance, but those of you all in the area, you got to get back to smelling each other's cologne and perfume. God wants you to assemble yourselves. But some of us, because we was already hurt anyway, we just say, well, I'll just do it online. I'll just do it online. And so, but you, you can't form proper relationships looking at somebody on the computer. You cannot form, you can't smell the cologne of the perfume. Broken hearts are a reality of life. They cannot be avoided. Anyone in our lives that can help us can also hurt us. Uh, you cannot form a relationship with somebody that can help you unless you risk the fact that they can hurt you. And yes, I've been hurt. Now they helped me, but I have been hurt. Jesus, the Bible said, blood was coming out of his 
pores that, that, that he was sweating as if blood was coming out of his pores. This was something vital that was going on in his life. If we live long enough, someone will disappoint, frustrate, aggravate, depress, leave us, break our hearts. It is impossible. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. Although broken hearts are necessary part of life, God, I have never intended for them to stay broken. Let me, I got to stop, but let me get this in your spirit. You ain't supposed to walk around broke for the rest of your life. You ain't supposed to walk around. Listen, listen, listen. Time does not heal all wounds. Healing heals all wounds. Jesus said he was anointed to bring healing to heal the brokenhearted. Don't just walk around in that broken condition. And I know it hurts, but you've got to be healed. I do now a four-part counseling session with couples and with individuals on how to heal the broken heart. Because see, we are, are walking around broken and we have not been healed. Now I said this earlier, let me say it again. Other people are not responsible for your happiness and other people are not responsible for your healing. If you waiting on the person that broke you to come back and heal you, that ain't gonna ever happen. If you waiting on the person that, that disappointed you or lied to you or betrayed to you to come back and say, I'm sorry, it may or may not happen. But even if it did, that is not going to heal you. Other people are not responsible for your healing. You're responsible for your own healing. And other people are not responsible for your happiness. I you connected with people, think of it with, with a social contract. I'm going to do you. You're going to do me. Stop, Pastor Will. Uh, 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 and we're going to live happily ever after. And you, you thought that's what was going to happen because he was doing it for you in the last five minutes of your Hallmark movie in your life. But after you got into week three, the ninjas started changing and stuff started happening. And after you got into year three and then some other stuff happening in year 10, and you're looking at like, I don't even like you like that anymore uh, uh, because you're waiting on some somebody to heal you, somebody to make you happy. People are not responsible for your happiness. People are not responsible for your healing. You are responsible for that. And you need to take happiness out of your vocabulary and replace it with the word joy, because joy has nothing to do with your surroundings, it has something to do with your relationship with God. He gives you a joy that is unspeakable, a joy, hallelujah, that nobody can understand. And you got to stop trying to get happy. Well, if this ninja was started acting right, then I'll be happy. If this ninja was start showing up, I'll be happy. If this ninja would stop cheating, if this ninja would respect me, I'm a grown man, then I'll be happy. No, you won't because nobody's responsible for your happiness. You are responsible to heal your soul and you're responsible to yourself to maintain your healings. And I deal with this. I, I tell anybody that's got a broken heart right now, you need to schedule a meeting with me so I can share with you my four part session on how you heal a broken heart. I'm preaching right there. I'm writing a whole book about it. It's going to be called, I think it's going to be called how do you mend a broken heart? Something like that. But because I've been through a little something, something, something. And this is how your pastor operates. I'm transparent. And I tell you, those that are going through it. The Bible says in Isaiah, I got to stop, y'all. I'm sorry. I didn't get through most of this. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So there is a healing process. It's not about time. Time does not heal wounds. Time just makes wounds infected. And so all of a sudden, a wound that could have been healed, all of a sudden now is infected. And now they got to chop off the whole foot. Y'all ain't working with a brother. If you don't heal yourself, then you're going to have some major operations in your life. Hebrew says, for he, uh, we have not a high priest, uh, 
which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are. He was tempted so he could experience what we are feeling and then learn how to take us through the healing process. The process of healing, and I am so much out of time that I'm just going to have to stop right there. But I'm going to listen, I hate to do this to you. <laughs> by the book. Come back next week so I can give you the rest of this. But next week, I'm going to talk about the process of healing the brokenhearted. And hopefully we'll also get into the process of the anointing uh, of that heart. See, that something has to happen. Uh, something has to happen. It's called the anointing of healing. So there's the process of healing, the anointing of healing. And, and, uh, and I need y'all to get this because see, a lot of people miss it. Listen, I want you to sow a seed into the church. This is not into me. And y'all are not giving this because whatever you sow right now is going to go to the church. You can go to victoriouspraise.org slash giving. You can download our mobile app. There's a link to do that and just click on the giving. I want you all to sow a $21 seed today if you are blessed. If you are blessed, just hashtag the word blessed for me and sow that $21 seed text to give VPF give to 77977. So uh, uh, Father, I thank you for every gift that was sown, every seed that was sown. I thank you, Lord, for the word that was shared in our hearts. And Lord, most of all, we thank you for you, for keeping us and watching us and blessing us and helping us to heal the broken heart. Uh, um, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. The only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. We pray in Jesus' name. Everybody, don't just live life, live a victorious life and have an amazing day. Y'all be blessed. I'll see y'all next week. Same bat time, same bat station. Uh, uh, for our, We're going to follow up with this. Y'all be blessed.